0: Hello and welcome to another installment episode. I don't know, I keep changing up what I call these things of Kind of Geeky. I'm not sure if this is going to be 52 or 53, just depending on which ones I want to air for uh, uh, WonderCon, sorry. (laughs) That was just this past weekend and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I did get a chance to interview a couple cosplayers. I also set up a chance with one of the artists there, but I was really tired on Sunday and just went home. So I'm actually sitting here with her today outside of a parking lot doing an interview but uh hello morgan how are you today
1: i'm good thanks how are you doing
0: good well um first of all where can people find you at
1: Mm. so i am on tumblr instagram and twitter at t tiger cafe t would be as in the drink so t-e-a tiger cafe and that's also the name of my etsy store
0: oh wow okay and on facebook where can people find you
1: Uh, it's just Morgan Gill. Okay,
0: and that's your, uh, artist page, or?
1: It's actually my personal Facebook page. I haven't gotten around to making an art page, but I post a lot of artwork there, and I'm actually not super active on Facebook anymore on a personal level. I just don't use it all that much. So, mostly you'll see artwork and then me promoting a lot of the stuff that I do.
0: Oh, okay. Um... I, I really want to talk to you because I also worked you're, you're an ex co-worker of mine. We both worked at uh, Magic Pixel games before they got bought out by another company. But um, uh, I don't think I saw you for a while till one of the conventions I went to and yeah. saw you had a booth set up. And I was like, oh my God, I know you're an artist, but I didn't know you were... that was one of the things that actually kind of impressed me and wanted uh, get, uh, made me want to interview you was unlike most uh, concept artists or graphic artists, uh, 2D artists, um, you actually have expanded beyond that, beyond your job, and moved into actually making art and having a booth at cons to sell some of your arts, and now your plushies, which is amazing, which I bought as well. Um, Thank you. And uh, you've done a few cons now, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, WonderCon 2016 was actually my third convention. Um, actually, if you're being technical, it's my fourth, but there's one that I did that was so small and so insignificant, I've completely written it off.
0: We don't have to bring that up. I was there, be. though. Yes,
1: that's where you found me. Was, yeah, and
0: that's where we actually set up the whole, like, yeah, setting up the interview thing. That's so, right. <laughs> that was actually Lily that was talking to you about that, which hopefully she's going to come back, but uh, we'll we'll see. I haven't talked to her lately. Yeah. I, I think she just made it back to town, actually. So. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I want to jump into Kind of Geeky. We'll get into your art in a second. Um, one of the main topics we talk about is uh, video games. Oh. So uh, what I wanted to see, what is your what are you currently playing right now?
1: Uh, I'm in the Overwatch beta, so I've been playing the crap out of that game um basically i've had it since uh, october and i play it non-stop i play it during my lunch break i play it as soon as i get home it's actually been interfering with my artwork and almost preparing for conventions uh, oh, to no. the point where my boyfriend <laughs> was like i'm going to change your password if you don't get w- ready for WonderCon." and so yeah that one's been consuming a lot of my time uh i also recently so bought... not league
0: at all but you're playing no. overall okay <laughs>
1: no not league um and before that it was world of warcraft uh for 11 years yay commitment Huge and, Blizzard fan. Yeah, no. I I love Blizzard. I love them so much. And then um, the other thing that I have in my purse is Yo Kai Watch, which uh, is for Oh the yeah. yeah, okay. And I haven't had time to play that yet, but I'm hoping that maybe this weekend. So I'll you have
0: haven't caught caught any ghosts yet?
1: No. No, but I see that cat everywhere, and I really want to know more about that character.
0: There was a really good um, kid cosplaying as the main character at Uh the Long Beach Comic Expo, had the watch and everything, and his mom was carrying around his ghost. It was so awesome and perfect. I was like, that's great. Uh, Lily actually brought this up in December about one of these games coming out, and she said it's like the next Pokemon. It's just going to take off and be huge.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of waiting to see what happens with that. I mean, if you go into Target right now, you can see a bunch of the toys that are in there. GameStop has plush toys, yeah, the, the, discs the watch, and, all that, and too. all that sort of stuff. I know that in Japan it kind of overtook Pokemon a couple of years ago and blew it out of the water as far as how much money it was making um, annually I don't know if that's gonna translate over here or not, but again, Pokemon was the same way. They weren't entirely yeah, sure it was gonna I didn't take know that was gonna take either. off as big as it did. <laughs> no, they and it's because it's so it's rooted. Right after in, Pog. Yeah. So it's so rooted in else. Japanese culture that they were afraid that it wasn't gonna translate here, which is actually part of the reason that it took Yokai watch so long to get here, is because they were afraid that it wasn't gonna be worth it.
0: Oh, so, I didn't know that. Huh.
1: Uh, I'm gonna try to make sure well, that it's no, worth think it. I'm gonna play the crap out.
0: out of it. <laughs> um, the thing <laughs> I do like about that game over like Pokemon and all that is they talk. So it's not oh, just yeah. a creature saying their name over and over right. again. Right,
1: I didn't know that actually.
0: Which the funny thing about that was somebody brought this up. I, I don't remember where, where I was, but they were talking Pokemon. Is like that's bullshit that they actually named them off of what they said. We don't name cows moo. Like that's right. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so true.
1: I always wondered why it was only Meowth that could actually speak, and yeah. I know that there's an episode that explains the fact that he tried really hard uh, to learn to speak people, but why are all the other Pokemon so lazy that they can't figure their especially
0: shit out especially Pikachu that's makes Ash the entire damn time I know
1: and it like, <laughs> like he could ask for ketchup like if he only knew some of those words or she I'm not really sure what it is but I mean yeah, they never he's really had plenty that. of time <laughs> like twenty years at this point. He's had twenty years to figure oh it out. God, Technically, right. like if it had the lifespan of a cat, it would already be dead. Well he had
0: twenty years to evolve too and he still hasn't done that. So. No, he's just <laughs>
1: an underachiever is what it comes down to. <laughs> uh,
0: my other thing with video games, sorry, that was no <laughs> <laughs> um, is your video game evolution. So what you what's the first console you started on to what you play now?
1: Oh, we'll go dang. a little slow
0: through it, but like what was your first console?
1: Uh, the Super Nintendo. My mom bought it for my sister and I when we were four years old. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and then she didn't really understand what video games were, but she she wanted us to get involved in playing it. I remember getting, like, Super Mario. Wow,
0: your parents are, like, the complete opposite of mine. They're like, you're not going to have a game console.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was because it was something that my dad was kind of interested in. Like, I grew up in a household where... Um, he literally one day went down to a Chuck E. Cheese that went bankrupt, and he bought everything. We had a garage filled with the animatronic band, which was a nightmare. No fucking um, way! Seriously, we had a Seriously? carousel with Chuck E. Cheese like all around it. We had a bunch of arcade Wait, games. Wait, was this
0: Chuck E. Cheese stuff or Showbiz Pizza stuff?
1: This was definitely Chuck E. Cheese
0: because it was Showbiz Pizza, and then Chuck E. Cheese bought them out. So you had the dancing, it was, singing bear. We had the. And then it became the, the, the singing bears, and
1: then it had Chuck E. Mouse? And mouse, then there yeah. was like. These black crows. Yes!
0: Oh my god! Like, and I, I think remember they're that.
1: super racist. I could never. They, really... they are
0: extremely okay, so racist. They're super racist. Yes. And
1: so I grew up with those in my garage. And then my dad also bought a bunch of like standing arcade games. So we had um, like a really Did old. Do you have ski ball too? No, we didn't have Ski ball. I, I wish we had. We had the uh, the original Tron, and then the original oh, Star Wars one. No And then way. we also had Miss Pac Man. And we, so like it was one of those things where when it started coming into oh let's have a, a console for the the television. I think it was more for my dad, but um, they well, that's got. That's cool. For you got a good start with time. like
0: arcade and console like yeah. right at once. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: at four years old, and then it was. Um,
0: w- what games do you remember about uh, Super Nintendo?
1: Primal Rage. I loved oh, that, that game. Oh, that was a great game. And I remember I would go to the Blockbuster when that was a thing and pick up Primal Rage and bring it home. And my, like, I just love dinosaurs, and my mom just hated it so much, especially because I think I had, I remember having a version where there was definitely blood and stuff where you yeah. could actually pick up the yeah. people, and I think they added it later. But the blockbuster that I had had the very graphic one.
0: That was right after Clay Fighter had come out, because Clay Fighter did the animated blood so Primal Rage stepped it up. I think it was, oh, Primal Rage X, or like there was I some no weird idea. thing on it. It wasn't two, but yeah, there, there was something. Like, that game was awesome.
1: It was amazing, and so I definitely remember playing that. Who was one. your character? I really like Talon, and oh. I had all the action figures like any ones that oh, I could wow. find growing up. My mom was like, "I wish you would just play with Barbie," but I had Beast Wars. I had all of the Beast, uh, uh, the Beast Wars. <laughs> I had all of Primal Rage figurines. I had a bunch of dinosaurs, like anything that was a dinosaur. Those I was are cooler into than it. Barbie. They're way cooler than Barbie because she's so basic.
0: Not, um, anymore, not, no, even, not anymore. But no, she was back then. <laughs> she's, it, she's Her and her car and her house and nails. I mean it it
1: just never really interested me. I was like dinosaurs and dragons and stuff all the way. And so, um I played a lot of those a lot of the Disney games, like the you know, like Aladdin. Yeah. When it came Oh out. I forgot about that and, game. I know. They wow. had, like, two different versions. One was for Sega, and I remember playing that at a friend's house, and then there was, was the it? one for Super Nintendo. Roger
0: Rabbit was Sega, though, right? No.
1: I don't remember. I do remember having a Roger Rabbit game that was for the PC, and I remember in order to install it, it came on 100 floppy disks. Oh, wow. And they See, were all numbered.
0: <laughs> I think someone just brought that up recently, how you had to go one one. After right one. after the other, and it was and so dumb. And if you dumb. lose one, you're yeah, just you're gone. Yeah. done. Yeah, it's done. And we
1: did, because, you know, you give it to a four-year-old and they're, you're going to lose a floppy disk. And we did. Um, so I don't remember much about that game other than the fact that it was excessively frustrating. And it was, it was just a really bad game. And maybe it was just that I was so young where it's like I wasn't picking up the visual cues that were Need necessary. Out, or if yeah, it was true. just the fact that it was such a new media that it was like they hadn't quite figured it out Yeah, a lot of
0: the games were just pushed out then with like one person testing them and that was it so you got a lot of flawed games
1: yeah and i think that one was definitely flawed and so i didn't really care much about that and then um i remember so
0: after after super nintendo uh
1: then i think it was the playstation one wow really that's a
0: big jump yeah so you skipped sega you didn't do 64.
1: Um, no, no, we eventually dreamcast. did. We eventually did get the sixty four. So it was uh, the PlayStation, then the sixty four. Oh, interesting. Um, then the PlayStation two. Then no, I. No,
0: okay. So slow down. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got a lot of them. Uh, PlayStation,
0: oh. then sixty four. So PlayStation. What was one of your memorable games?
1: Spyro the Dragon. Yeah. I really liked that one. Um, that's why I I wanted it was for Spyro the Dragon oh that that was the main reason that was the only reason not Final Fantasy or anything else none of that it was all Spyro the Dragon no there uh, it was I grew up in a household that was very conservative so I my mom like was watching what we were picking up and what she was allowing us to get but see
0: I consider that also just a good parent
1: yeah oh absolutely (laughs) but um, I think that there was a lot of things that um, we were definitely looking at the box and, and be trying to judge like is this a good game is this not a good game is she and gonna I remember, let us play this yeah. yeah and I remember picking up at one point um, like a game that looked very cartoony and we thought it was fine and I think this was before you actually had to write like what age range it was for yeah. and it was very it was like a um, oh what is the name of that game It's a guy that's basically going and picking up women Oh leisure shoot Larry something like that
0: I think it's that game but that was Dreamcast. It, no, it came out on I think 64 first.
1: It, I don't remember which one it was for, but I definitely remember picking it up and my mom coming into the room and being like, "No," and picking it up and taking it back to Blockbuster, oh, and I was just awesome. like, "Um, okay, I guess, thanks." So, <laughs> um, Spyro on PS,
0: um, PlayStation One. Yeah, like, that and then was your was, main one.
1: There was a lot of other games for that, like Jurassic Park. I think came out with a game. Oh, um I for that. About that game. Yeah. Um, PlayStation was one of those ones where. I don't have a lot of memories of it. I have more memories of Nintendo games. So, the, 64, like, going the 64, going back to that? The 64 was the next one where I would go over and, like, have sleepovers with my cousins almost every weekend, and then we'd get up and spend the night, like, just stay up late playing Super Smash Brothers. Um, was that your
0: main game? Or? That was
1: the main game, and it was because it was something that we could all play together. Yeah. Um, well, you
0: also had Mario Party and Mario Kart. And- I
1: don't think we had not Like, we didn't have those ones, so... Like, we, we couldn't have aff- like, it's not that we couldn't afford every single game that came out, necessarily. It's just that we were oh, I spending couldn't. our money that, I that way. <laughs> I think my mom would have gotten it for us if we had asked. But it was, like, we had a couple of games that we really enjoyed, and those were the ones that we were playing, like, um... Well,
0: and like you said, they were party games. So those you were get party to play games, friends, yeah. So, that's but what But we had um,
1: Super Smash, which was really, really fun. And so we did that. Who who
0: was your character
1: for that? Uh, Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, yeah it was, <laughs> it was back back all for Pikachu. Never evolves. Yeah it was always for Pikachu because at that time it was you know. Oh,
0: Kirby mm-hmm. all the way. Kirby I was my cousin. your powers. Kirby was my. Smash the crap out of Yeah me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all had our own so it was like I was Pikachu my cousin Kelly was Kirby my cousin Tim was always Fox. Oh, yeah, Star and Fox. And then, yeah, and then I can't remember what my other, like, my, my sister's made Link was, or
0: Falcon. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> or Princess Zelda or...
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I remember we got that game because of Pikachu and the fact that it was a, kind of, like, a Nintendo fighting game. Yeah,
0: it was a fun um, game. I had a blast on that game. I never had that console, but I played a lot of friends.
1: Oh, my God, I still have it.
0: After 64, what was your next console? Did you go back to PlayStation 2? Did yeah, you try Yeah, I did Xbox, get a, a
1: PlayStation 2, and that was one of those weird ones where, like... I I had a sister. I have a sister. Not had. I have a sister. And so whenever we got a console, it was for the both of us. And she kind of got to the point where she was very dominating over, like, who could use the system. Oh, that sounds like me and my brother. Yeah. So I hardly ever got to play that one because um, I'd have to sit there and watch her finish, like, all these games. And by the time I was, you know, she was halfway through and it was my turn. I was like, I didn't feel like... Progressing any further? Did you enjoy I watching her to. play or Not no? Really. No, okay. but it, it's kind of like, you know, and somebody sitting down. There were some great down. games
0: on PlayStation Two as well.
1: I know. I watched, um, watched her finish or get through, like partially through a good portion of them, and I just lose interest. It's kind of like somebody telling you the ending of a book, and it's yeah. just like, well, I guess they don't have to read that.
0: Like you said, book then movie. That's very nice of you. Yeah. So um, <laughs> shows your intelligence level. Yes. Yeah, so
1: so uh, I didn't really get to play all, on that one all that much. Do you have
0: one game that like you did get to play or that you loved? Final on?
1: Fantasy X. It was my first Final Fantasy game, and I really, yay! yay. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Visual
0: meme on audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I really liked that one. That was one of the ones where I was able to sit down, and she wasn't like beating the crap out of me to get to play it so i was was, like
0: "Eh." i I love 10 10 was amazing blitzball was probably one of the best side games
1: i liked the summons because again i never oh yeah you never never played the other ones i never i'd never played any of the other ones so um the fact that you got to summon all these creatures like i only played so i could keep doing that (laughs) i just thought it was really great
0: i'm blanking on the final boss
1: it just I can't took remember. two
0: hours to kill it. That was the one yeah. thing I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I can't
1: remember mu- Like, I don't remember much about the game other than the summons, of, you know. Um, yeah, like
0: Bahamut and Yeah. Ifrit. And I loved Ifrit. Shiva. Um, and... And I'm
1: really bad at that. I, I'll finish a movie or a book and or a game, and I'll, like, I'll enjoy it, and I'll remember it in my mind for, like, six months, and then after that, it's gone. And I remember that I enjoyed it, but I don't remember what happened. In oh, it see, I, like...
0: The characters, actors, directors, whatever, mm-hmm. I'll forget all that stuff. Artists, like, sorry. No But no I'll worries. forget all that stuff. <laughs> but plot points and way stories go, that's what sticks in my mind. I can't.
1: Mind. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, what is the, you know, the most recent Disney movie besides Zootopia? We'll and get there soon. Frozen. <laughs> and, like, I don't remember what happened in I can in tell that. you that. Exactly remember it was heart, heartwarming or something. But I don't remember. Like, I don't remember what happened so, in So the then end.
0: after PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 or... <laughs> no.
1: Um, I haven't had a PlayStation since PlayStation Two. So Uh, what was your
0: next console after that, and did you get to play it? Um,
1: I'm trying to remember because during all of this, I've also had a Game Boy the entire time. So it does switch to the point where, um, at like, so the the 3DS, I I switched to just having a. Did you like
0: do Game Boy, Game Boy Advance? Game Boy
1: Advanced, uh, the original brick Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, um, like Game Boy. Pocket, I think was one of them, the one that kind of closes in the square, whatever that one was, and then um, the uh, the Game Boy DS, the the Nintendo DS, the first one, and then I had that for a very, very long time up until I started, you know, I got out of college, and then um, I invested in, like, one of the original 3DSs, and then I decided I was going to be an adult, and I decided I was going to buy, like, the newest... 3ds and the limited edition Yoshi one, and so that's okay. the one I currently have. Nice. Um, and do you
0: remember to take it to cons with you so you can get all the meetups or tags? I did. Or,
1: okay. I, I actually, um, unfortunately, I didn't check it while I was there, so I only oh, got 10. Oh,
0: 15. Yeah, like, is it, no, is it 10 or it's, 15?
1: Mine has 10. 10 and then you got to go
0: through those, and then... Yeah. Yeah, okay. But
1: unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to that's sit there and pull it out. That's what your for. <laughs> I know. I really should have put his ass to work and been like, you need to get me these. So, from the
0: PlayStation 2, when you had this gap with the uh, 3DS and DS mm-hmm. and all that stuff, is that when you also got on, got into WoW?
1: Yeah, World of Warcraft would have been 2007-ish, so I would have already been out of, out of college, or no, I would have been just finishing up community college. And, like, I started the day before Burning Crusade came out. Oh wow. So I had one day in vanilla and then the next day I went to Target and I saw that there was another one, I was like the Damn fuck? It. <laughs> And so I picked that one up too and um I nearly like I played it so much I almost failed all my classes. You were die like hard. I was a really, really addicted. Diehard
0: WoW fan. What was yeah. your character?
1: Uh Torin Shaman, female. Oh okay. she still is. Oh, I you still play? play her. She's wow. my main. I freaking love her. She's so great. I, I wonder in, what she's doing right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I haven't been on since I started playing do they Overwatch. Keep playing
0: while you're not playing? I don't I kind of hope it. so, because
1: <laughs> I feel like... I, otherwise, she's been at the same spot for a very long time. I try to... Like, if I know I'm not going to be playing Why do you just put her soon, on... Oh, wait. I put her, I put her in a nice place. She's looking... Uh, overlooking a I ledge. Would, I was exited while,
0: <laughs> like, I was on a griffin.
1: <laughs> well.
0: So I'm just flying somewhere. Yeah. And then I'm in that city when I land. When I get join back
1: I always know that if I'm not going to be logging in for a couple days I always like to leave her somewhere nice so right now I think she's in Stranglethorn Vale oh. sitting on top of a, a, a rock ledge
0: wow I, so. I, I've I only played that game for maybe six months out of a three year span but I know exactly where you're talking about in that yeah. game because a lot of that game is just exploration
1: oh it absolutely is and Stranglethorn Vale was one of those places where you ended up fairly um, early on uh, especially like well, Burning cause Crusade well because there's a dragon but... there um, I believe there was at some. The point.
0: Emerald Dragon.
1: Yeah, I, I there's a lot of content that I haven't actually gotten to, and there's a lot of stuff that was there originally and is gone.
0: Oh, true, um, true.
1: And so maybe there was a dragon there at some point. What I remember about it is just the amount of ganking that happens there because. So it, you're a PVE
0: yeah. person, huh? or pvp PVP.
1: yeah yeah. i love um tormenting people (laughs) i i can't get into like i'll do the dungeons and stuff i don't want to
0: die everywhere when i'm trying to level
1: yeah (laughs) i I see it on your face
0: you're like i just want to kill people
1: (laughs) i understand that up until you've reached max level and then like i'll do dungeons here and there to get gear and whatever but i'm mostly doing pvp battlegrounds arenas not arenas as much, um, and then some of the world PvP that they have. Because oh. I get a lot of satisfaction out of taking somebody down and then teabagging them, oh my God. and then just camping.
0: Because <laughs> they can see that still too, yeah. They can.
1: Like they... <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. And, wow. Um, That's awesome. I have a lot of macros that are specifically set up so to that teabag, they sh- to well, not just <laughs> to teabag, but to also shout at people like uh, trying to, because they they have different languages, and so they jumble up text based on like what race you are. So, I have it so that on the Alliance side, they can actually see what I'm saying. Oh. Like, it's close to, and it's just a bunch of profanity. It's, just, it's really fun.
0: You probably killed me a couple times. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, did you go back to consoles at all, or?
1: Um, I have a Wii U now. And oh. I had a, a. did you have a Wii? I did have a Wii. And then, so, when I was in college, um, we actually had a weekly gaming night on Friday nights. Um, and so, everybody would get together and play Super Smash, or there was Boom Blocks, and oh, I worked on that game. That was a really good game. <laughs> that was pretty much our our party night. So we'd get together and we would get a bunch of dominoes, pizzas, boombox, and uh, Super Smash. And the really shitty thing about boombox is that we ruined very like a lot of Wiimotes. because there was one guy that would come Throwing and them. He was he just wouldn't put the stupid wristband on. Th- that's and all so you need is a damn wristband would, too. Yeah, and sweaty so, palms. Get you yeah, every time. we almost ruined the TV. <laughs> And we definitely ruined a couple of of joysticks, or, um, Wiimotes. So, yeah, I had that one for a while. There was uh, quite a few games that I played on it, but, um, and then recently, like, after, mm, after getting a job and just kind of getting settled down again where I actually had more free time to play games, I got the Wii U. And so I've, I've got quite a few games laying around that I haven't, been able to touch yet, like Yoshi's Woolly World. Oh, I want to play um, that too.
0: That looks awesome. It looks
1: it looks really, really fun. Um, I've I played playing, a
0: little bit at E3, and it was just like
1: Oh, it's it's ent- stupid enthralling. cute. Enthralling?
0: Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah,
1: I yeah. haven't gotten Super Smash for that one yet, because I actually got it for the DS. Oh,
0: it's so much fun on there, though.
1: Yeah, I need to. Well, get, now that I have...
0: eight players you can play at once, I, I believe? I think so. Which is just amazing, because you can play with, the, not the DS. No, yeah. That could be as one of the controllers. It could connect with I, Wii U. Uh,
1: I don't know, because I know that the DS actually has a version for, it, and that's actually what I have. I have no the, Super the pad. Smash. I'm thinking
0: the pad that comes oh, with the Wii U. Oh,
1: the yeah. Like I, I think would just get that
0: and just play on that and not look oh, at the screen. Oh, you absolutely can. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then
0: um, I'm still like Star Fox. I'm still waiting for that. Like I'm gonna get a Wii U eventually. Oh,
1: I love the Wii U. Like I also yeah. use it for Netflix, like every freaking that's night. That's what I use I my, my Xbox for.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and um. So, are you
0: planning to get another, like, yeah, Xbox One or PlayStation 4? I'm going to get the 4? PlayStation 4. For any um, particular reasons, the PlayStation 4?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a few games that are coming out that I saw. it. Like I think they were announced at E3 a couple of years ago. Or No Man's Sky? Um, no, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's, like, Origin or... Nah, oh, I, I think I know what you're talking it's about. It's the one where it's, like, a bunch of cavemen or, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. People fighting
1: and, like, uh, taking down, like, robot animals, basically. And I forget the name of it. What the hell is it called? (laughs) But it's on my radar. That's all that matters. And then um, I think Overwatch is also going to be for the consoles, like Xbox and and, uh, Hmm. the PlayStation. So I might get that as well. So it's going to
0: compete with that uh, uh, Smite?
1: Uh, maybe okay smite's fun i, don't know. I, like I smite. mean i'll have it just so that i can like be hella lazy and sleep on my or like recline on my sofa while playing overwatch but it's still like for me it's a pc game i don't know how that's gonna well, work yeah. out uh,
0: mobas right those those are pc games
1: well it's not a moba no, it's, it's not? um it's more like think of it like team fortress where it's like uh six but against it looks six, a lot like first person league of Legend.
0: Wait, no, not, no not, not Overwatch. Sorry, I'm not thinking. Sorry, wrong game. Which one? Wrong game.
1: No, Overwatch is like a first-person oh, shooter. Oh, so you're playing six Overwatch. Yeah, I'm playing the grab out of it right now. I
0: mix up their two games.
1: Oh, um... Yeah,
0: that's my bad. You can Heroes? hate me on this. Yeah, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, that which, one. that's a just- I haven't... Off of League.
1: Yeah, that's basically... I mean, that's all that is. And I haven't played that either. I'm not no, that, So of how is
0: Overwatch? This.
1: It's amazing. It's gorgeous. Um, They've got a nice variety of characters. I'm super happy. Is the
0: style like Team Fortress?
1: Mm, No, it's not that style. Not
0: fighting style, but like artistic style.
1: Oh, no, it's not that stylized. Oh, no. no. Okay. Um, I would say that Team Fortress is a little bit more um, cartoony than this. This is, I mean, it's got a really nice aesthetic to it. just the, the characters themselves, the shapes that they're using, the different types of characters that they have. Uh, specifically for the female characters, they have just a nice variety. There's one chick in it, Zaria, and she's this big, beefy, hulky Russian woman with pink hair. And she's wearing this massive suit, and she's, you know, she's always... Uh, she looks like a bodybuilder, basically, but oh, then wow. she has... Um, cropped pink hair and then uh, her fingernails are painted delicate pink and it's oh, like wow, she's, nice. she's just really <laughs> so cool. she's really
0: girly but just really big
1: oh my god <laughs> I love her she's definitely one of my favorite characters Um and then they have you know so they're they're doing variety with the female characters which is really nice Um and she has a special place in my heart in particular that's just awesome because she's so different
0: oh to kind of wrap up the last thing though the reason oh, yeah. with the whole video game evolution is because we all come from different places mm. but you know from childhood till now, you've played games, and we all oh, have yeah. this passion for games. You work in the game industry, yes, I but do. I just like to show everyone's different route through the whole, like, and sh- uh, that way we understand, you know, oh, yeah. we all come from different places, but we have this wonderful passion for video games, and we love to play them all. That's right. Uh, so, Overwatch is what you're looking forward to coming out. Any other games, other than the one you can't remember the name of, that you're <laughs> looking forward <laughs>
1: Um. No, that's the big one right now. We'll find um, more out at
0: E3. So, yeah. Oh, for
1: sure. And a lot of it just comes down to me trying to focus. Like As much as I love playing games, I'm trying not to come home and play games every single night because I'm trying to focus on my artwork as well. So I have to kind of pick and choose, which is why Yo- Yo-Kai Watch I didn't start playing immediately. Yeah, um, take your time. I had to <laughs> prep for WonderCon, and then Overwatch came and shat on all of that. It's just <laughs> like, no, no, you're not. Well,
0: speaking of which let's, mm. let's get to some of your art stuff oh, um yeah. so you're a 2d artist and concept artist right is that what we're saying yes. <laughs> okay and you work for a co- i'm not well we won't go to the company name but yeah uh <laughs> how long have you been uh an artist in the game that, in uh, the game industry wow i cannot speak right now
1: no worries. <laughs> uh six years six years yeah, just wow just about six uh just a little over six years at this point
0: how many different companies have you worked for oh jesus oh that many okay um <laughs>
1: I'm trying to, like... This is my seventh um, one. And some of... I've also worked for a bunch of... um, uh, I guess a contract worker at a bunch of larger studios. Um, So I'm not even including those. Uh, Working in the animation industry as well. Um, And both full-time and contract. So, like, I've actually been... I've worked for quite a few companies and studios at this point but the the ones that have fully employed me i think it's six or seven at this point
0: okay Uh, so uh, with your path what is someone that wants to get into uh 2d art concept art uh ui design anything like that like what what would you say is a not easy way but something that would be an understandable way for them to get there um You, you give how you got there if you like
1: Okay, so when I was coming out of school, uh, I originally went to a small startup mobile game company, and I was there for two years, and I came in as an animator um, for their characters, and ultimately by the end of it, I was doing um, layout, storyboarding, character animation, uh, visual effects, UI, like prop design, character design, background design, all of it. Like, I was really versatile, so I was able to take on anything, and it made me really valuable to the company. That um, seems what
0: makes people survive in companies these days, yeah, be a to be jack of all trades instead of knowing one certain thing.
1: It gets to the point where you do want to start to specialize once you've been in the industry for a couple of years, um, because if you're a generalist, it's... Um, I mean, it does start to affect like what your value is at a company. True,
0: how well you know something. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so if you come in and, and you're more of a generalist, that's, I think, a really easy way to go about it. And then once you've been in it for a little while, you can kind of figure out, okay, this is the path I want to take. And this is ultimately where I want to end up. Because, again, if you specialize in something, your uh, your salary value is better. True. Um, whereas if you're a generalist, then, you know, it might be nice to have you on this every once in a while. So, but.
0: so with your first job where you're doing all those things, mm-hmm. what was your push to go towards, uh, 2d art or concept art? Like what, what really stuck out to that for you?
1: Um, Well, a lot of it comes to, like, when I was in school, I went to school for 2D character animation. And as I was coming out, I was more interested in character design. So if you, like, outside of the studio that I currently work at, if you were to ask me what it is that my job title is, I would tell you character designer. Um, So coming out of my first job, I was getting almost exclusively character design offers, which was perfect. And so... um, The next studio that I went to when they closed down was actually a company that was partnered with them on a game, and when we went bankrupt, the other studio bought the rights to the game that we were working on, and they sent me over to the Czech Republic where I worked and finished up the game for three months, and they sent me and the lead uh, programmer. And so um, there my responsibilities were uh, finishing up the game and then getting their art staff up to speed on um our process, uh all of the assets, the style guide, basically anything that they needed to know. Um, which was a challenge because when I got over there nobody knew Photoshop. Oh what I was What really, were they using? Um Illustrator mostly. Okay. Which is it's not bad except for um when you have a game that has a slightly more painterly style to it. It yeah. kind of you know it's problematic. And um So, yeah, that was definitely an interesting experience. And I went over there as a lead artist and art consultant. And then so when I came back, I immediately... um, I had a job offer already lined up to work at Fox ADHD as a character designer on one of their TV shows. Nice. And then so that, you know, jumped into that. And then the next job I had was a 2D senior artist at another video game studio. And then, you know, ended up at Magic Pixel. And there it was... um, I'd you did been a wanting, little bit of everything there. I, yeah. Um, and again, like I, most of my side work, like any contract work that I take, um, first off, I try to make sure that it's in, in no way conflicting with anything that I'm working on at the particular studio I'm at at the time. I have oh, to make okay. that very clear. Yeah. Um, but it's almost exclusively concept and, and character work. I hardly ever take UI work or environment work or animation work. Um And then, so when I started at Magic Pixel, um, I had already been eyeing them and wanted to work for them. And I was, uh, they, somebody from the studio reached out to me and said, could you do UI? And I said, as long as it gets me into your studio, absolutely. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And so um, I came in strictly as UI, which I'm actually pretty decent at. Um, You made
0: some, oh, yeah, well, you updated some of the.
1: I redid uh, everything. This means means war. No, well, yeah. You help I out continue- with that. I, I did help out with that, but I was brought hey, in specifically. that's out now. We can talk about it. Yeah.
0: And that company's gone now, too. That's true.
1: <laughs> well, um, they're part
0: of another company. That's but, so. right. <laughs> they
1: were bought. <laughs> and then um, I had actually been hired to come on uh, because there was another uh, mobile game, like a card playing game that was coming out. Oh, yeah. And I had been brought in to basically overhaul the entire UI for that because the style wasn't really working for I the I forgot client. about that, yeah. And yeah, so I came in. And I had to re, uh, redo the style, redo all the assets, and move forward from there. You and then, did the main
0: menu, too, right? Or
1: um, I did it or oversaw most most of it. Okay. Um, some of it was stuff that was in process before I, I got there. So, like, the illustrated background for yeah. the main menu is somebody else, but everything else there is mine. Um, and then That's awesome. from there, <laughs> um, I got to do more, like... I was given more opportunity to do more of the character stuff uh, as it became available. but initially it was we need you to fix this. <laughs> and then we we'll, we'll, you can branch into other things as needed, but primarily we need you for UI.
0: So what I'm kind of pulling away from your work is uh, be versatile, yeah. understand like jobs might not be long, companies will close, so you yep. might have to hop a lot.
1: Yeah, and a just lot of it- stay
0: dedicated to what you want to do.
1: Yeah, so um, even if, like, again, I'm character designer. And but patience. Patience, <laughs> lots of patience. Like, uh, I'm technically a character designer. That's where a lot of my, my work is for. But, you know, I'm currently at a studio where I'm just a general 2D person. I can do pretty much anything that's asked of me. Um, so versatility is really key, especially early on in your career. Mm-hmm. And then just having a, a strong network um, so that when you do lose a job, it's not long before you can actually get back up and have something else. Like, every time that I lost a job, I had one nailed down within a week to two oh, weeks. wow. Okay. So I, I've never had a, a true break between jobs. I yes. already, already had something I'm getting
0: up. to that point with QA now. It oh, took yeah. me a little while. So Yeah, so I mean,
1: and I actually, um, I currently teach at a local art college. Um, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, you were saying yeah, that. Yeah, so I teach professional studies, which is basically... Um, The other teachers are responsible for teaching the students how to be artists. I'm responsible for teaching them how to be professional artists. And so part of my job is to um, help them figure out how to properly network so that when they do get out into the industry and they have um, uh, a really bad day where they come in and have to put all their shit in a box, like, they know what to do. Oh, okay. So that's one of the things that um, I help teach the students. and. Uh, it's really helped me in the past. So, yeah, if anybody out there is actually interested in getting to video games or animation, just know that um, it is a very versatile or uh, volatile industry and just be prepared for anything. Stick with it. it yeah, like. <laughs> and just stick with it because there's jobs out there. You just have to kind of know how to get to them. So. Okay.
0: Uh, thank you for sharing that because, oh, yeah. yeah, like... Uh, I see a lot of people that ask like how do I get here what do I do stuff yeah. like that so that really does help and yeah really sticking with like I've done QA for nine years now mm-hmm. it took seven years to start getting paid well yeah. so yeah just sticking with it it's you know, if you have a passion, go full, full into it and, yeah. and it'll work out in the long run.
1: Yeah. And I mean, even if sometimes you have to resort to taking a job that you're not super interested in, like if it means going back to working at a coffee shop or something else, use that time or wisely. Or doing
0: UI or, or doing, doing something doing that isn't UI. to your character. Yeah. Right? Wh-
1: whatever it is that, you know, if it's not something that you necessarily want, um, just stick to it, work on your portfolio, know that a job is is just a job If if that's, you know, if it's not something that you're super interested in at least it pays the bills exactly and then also you might end up finding that what you end up working on at a studio if it's not particularly what you're interested in it might open up a lot of really awesome doors that you wouldn't have known about otherwise and you might actually really like it yeah so.
0: exactly and the connections like you were saying that could help you in the long exactly. run with every other job going down the road right if everybody I mean, likes you and likes your art you'll get jobs so. yeah <laughs>
1: right absolutely so what was your uh,
0: transition then from uh You know, you're a graphic artist and you're like, well, I also want to make stuff, like sell my art and create stuff to sell icons.
1: Mm. Um, So a lot of it comes down to just being an artist in a studio. Um, I have a lot of... I produce a lot of stuff that I can't actually show to somebody. Yeah. um, Be it, you know, like I do a lot of UI work and, you know, nobody wants to get a, you know, a banner or a poster or a print of just a button or something like that. I need lower thirds, okay? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I there's a lot of stuff that I produce for work that I either, you know, I'm super happy about but can't show for a long time or um, that wouldn't necessarily be interesting for people to look at. So I have to um, use my creative energy to you know, my own for my own project. So when I get home at night, um, I'm I'm trying to produce stuff that I can actually show people. Look, I'm you know I'm still an artist. Like even though you can't see what I'm looking like I'm working on in studio yeah. again for like two years or three years or however long it is depending on the project. Like I'm still here. I'm, I'm doing actually things. an artist. Yeah. And so well, I
0: mean I've worked at a few places with several artists, and you're yeah. one of the few that I've actually seen at WonderCon or something with a booth to sell stuff. So. Yeah. And
1: I mean I, I really like it. I like producing my own work. Um, and and doing my own thing, uh, my personal style is very very different from a lot of the work that I get to do for studios or for clients. So and you um, have a very
0: unique style just within the artist alley too. I would say.
1: I I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Um, it, sometimes it's kind of hard to tell because like as an artist, you're always really afraid that your stuff looks like everybody else's. No, so it's, no. Um, I was I walked
0: of, a lot of that artist alley. I would say for the superhero stuff, there's a lot of that like really uh, intense graphics that look a yeah. lot. But yours is yours is very stylized. Very.
1: Stylized, I I don't want to yeah. say
0: like cutesy, but there's a cute aspect to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was originally really influenced by Disney, so I mean, you'll definitely notice a lot of that within my artwork. But I've also been influenced by a lot of the work that's being currently done. For like Disney TV, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, like very stylized graphic shapes, and so um, again, I don't really get to do a lot of that for for work. So um, stuff, yeah. I do it on my free time, and then hey, that I stained like glass to...
0: piece that I bought, beautiful, oh, just thank amazing. You.
1: Yeah, and uh, again, do you have
0: more of those? Or no,
1: it's just the one, and I did yeah. it for a gallery. Does that showing. have a name
0: too? Like,
1: uh, it's from Cardcaptor Sakura, so oh, it was actually okay. for a gallery show um, that was focused on famous cats, and so a lot of people went and like nostalgia, you know, um, and so that was a show that I grew up with, and it had two cat characters that I was mm-hmm. really interested in, and the original piece um, was that stained glass sticker put onto a glass frame. And then I did a celluloid painting of two other characters that sat on on top of that. And so that was bought at the gallery. And then the stickers that were left over, they don't have the the, uh, cell painting attached to them, obviously. But um, I've been selling those. Uh, There's been enough interest where I might consider doing some either prints or more stickers for... Uh, Another franchise, Uh, um, the ones that are really popping would be uh, Legends of Zelda, um, Portal, and then maybe Star Wars.
0: I would like to see your shark as a stained glass. Oh, well, thank you.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Um, But generally, I try not to do too much fan art or put a lot of energy into too much fan art because um, I really want to like when I come home at night I really want to work on my own personal yeah, your stuff. Own stuff yeah um so I'll, every once in a while like the whim is there and I need to do fan art but it's very
0: the the shark is all you though right the That's... shark is mine yeah okay
1: yeah so I would say uh out of the stuff that was at my booth probably 30% of it was f- no maybe 25% of it was fan art. fan art okay yeah and so um the fan art thank God didn't do that well like I'm still sitting on a bunch of it which is great because you know ultimately it's my original work that I really want to sell Um, and so at WonderCon it, it, it did quite well
0: Sorry, what's the shark's name again?
1: Pango. Pango. Okay, sorry. I I
0: forgot that. I I have the card and the sticker. But, um, so I saw you post recently the prototype of that shark. I think you just did it a couple days ago. And that almost made you quit the project. Do you want to go into this story a little bit? Because I was interested by that post.
1: Yeah, so originally when doing the shark plush toy, I had to do a turnaround of the character to send to the manufacturers in China. And they produced the first prototype, which literally looked like a sock, where they'd stuffed it and put a mouth <laughs> on it, and then sent me back the photo like, did we get it? And um, the first time that I saw that, because the prototype is expensive, like, it's it's not, you know, it's no small change to have one made. Luckily, it's um, you pay the set price, and they'll make as many iterations as you want until oh, it's right. That's thank nice. God. Um, <laughs> How many but the first time, it took 12. Oh, okay. 12 You're iterations. Actually, <laughs> and so, Probably from nine onwards, it was just minor things like, you know, can you move the eye down a little bit? gets a little bit too high up or the markings aren't the right color. Can you re-embroider it?
0: Open the mouth a little more or something yeah, like that. Things yeah, things like
1: that. And so I, ha- I actually had to send them the, um, the vector files for the eyes and the mouth and stuff. Oh. And they had to, like, so they didn't originally make the mouth big enough. And so it's like, can you just take those and, like... It, expanded a little bit on the fabric and then you pretty much got it but yeah the first version looked awful and i saw it and i was like if this is the level of you know work that they're going to be giving me then maybe i should save my money um and thank god you didn't go there though thank god no i mean i I talked to because i worked with a third party who was helping me with the the communication um of all of it and First time doing plush toys, I'd highly recommend everybody go through um, somebody who's already been th- through the process oh, by doing their own it. Plush? Yeah, okay. by going with the company that I went with, I had a lot of guarantees. Um, whereas if you go direct to a factory, you don't have a lot of those guarantees, especially when all of a sudden your money is in China and oh. you need to make sure that you get your product. And sometimes, like I've known of quite a few people, not necessarily with plush, where they send money to a factory in China and then they never get their product and they can't never and they can't um, they can't get the money back Um, they're not obviously going to go to China to try to get their product no Um, we're not talking like
0: thousands of dollars for a prototype right
1: no the prototype was 500
0: okay I was like you don't have to disclose it like this is what you're talking
1: about
0: stuff I'd go to another country for to get maybe thousands of dollars 500 I'd write write it off
1: if they had um (laughs) Screwed me out of my full order. I would have been there in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would have just been like, "The fuck!"
0: I'll pay that extra plane fare. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, it was a rough process. It was also really fun. I would say that besides character design, like I really love um, product design. Oh, like, okay. um, I'm always fascinated by the products that Blizzard puts out for people to enjoy. Because besides, like. Games come up with these characters and the environments and these stories that are really really interesting, but again, they're they're just characters trapped within a two dimensional yeah um, plane, and so for you now. can't yeah for and <laughs> VR <laughs> holography <laughs> uh, technology. That's There's right. a few things coming out. <laughs> that's right, um, but for now, it's like if you want to. Um, enjoy those characters. You need to have like a plush toy or a figurine exactly. or like a T-shirt to really show that you know you're really into these. And I know Blizzard at one point did it where you could actually go to a company that would 3D print your your actual character oh, um, based that. on their yeah. game files, which I thought was really cool. But unfortunately, the technology wasn't there yet. They have um, some of the
0: booths now too at the bigger cons too. Well mm-hmm. like if you're if you're in cosplay, they'll three D print you. Yeah,
1: I saw that at Comic Con. A, yeah. a couple years ago for the a first Stanley time. Stanley Kamikaze,
0: was, I think I saw it this past oh year dang. too. Yeah. I actually
1: didn't get out from behind. I wasn't a there. good
0: costume though. I'm like, I don't want a character <laughs> design this. of this. Not yet. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm waiting for the technology just a couple more years and then yeah, maybe no, I'll look into it. That would but, be awesome. Um, yeah, uh, just being able to enjoy those characters or show that you're a fan outside of just seeing it, like t-shirts you know uh, keychains backpacks pins, yeah, like, little pins like anything like that uh, pretty much if Blizzard puts it out it, yeah, I'm gonna throw money well, at and them. even like
0: your character brings your character to life exactly like, it gives it Something to hold some It's three meaning.
1: dimensional And you can actually Touch it Whereas before It's just a drawing On a page I love your idea. extra
0: effort Of making a playing card For him
1: Oh thank you Because <laughs> like
0: You know, you got the dexterity And strength And swimming ability And mm-hmm. like that, I don't know if those Donuts for of donuts. donuts Yeah But yeah. like That is just great When you handed me that I was like Oh he has a playing card That's yeah. just great It's not <laughs>
1: for anything In particular Like a bunch of people it's Were for asking him. for like, oh, Is it for a game Are you making a game Are you going to do A game kickstarter like, I am not a game designer at all. No. Like, I don't understand how to build a game from scratch, and nor would I ever. Um, but it was more just like a little gift as a, a thank you um, okay. for people who were buying it and just a little bit of information about him. And it's actually a marketing tool because it has a bunch yeah. of information about hashtags and like how to follow on oh, Instagram nice. and, okay. and Twitter and things like that. So uh,
0: I will tell you, it's still in the book. I put it in. Nice.
1: Yeah. My place
0: is still destroyed from WonderCon. Considering it's oh, only a Oh, mine few days is ago. too. Like,
1: I, I just basically wheeled in all of my product and put it by the front door and I have, Basically, been coming home and just going to sleep every night. I've, I guess that, it wipes you that out. is the
0: big difference between it. Like cosplayers, we just have a bunch of costumes sitting there that we're like, we have to wash this, we have to put this away. Yeah. You have boxes of have stuff boxes. you are trying to sell, and that doesn't even
1: <laughs> count all the things that I received because like I I did get to do a little bit of shopping. I sent um sent my boyfriend out to grab me a couple of nice things, but then I also had a lot of people come up to give me things, which was kind of. It's the first time it's ever happened. So I received a couple pieces of fan art and thank oh. yous from people who I had sent things to or had met at other conventions. Um, I had I noticed, some, coming, I noticed
0: some of that coming. Like, yeah, from fans coming out, which
1: I really, really liked because it's it's new. And again, I haven't been in the the you know the con circuit for very long. This is only my second year. Like officially, I had my first year anniversary at WonderCon, um, but I'm kind of I was just really. St- interested in it and very grateful that people were wanting to invest in giving me something no, which that's, was really cool.
0: Your booth like I mean each booth has its dead times but it seemed like your booth was pretty popular and you got attention and you were selling like did did you do good? Did, oh yeah, yeah it I did very
1: very well. La- I mean it's also really hard to tell because last year uh, at Wondercon was my first convention ever. I didn't have a lot of stuff to sell. I had a couple prints here and then my sketchbook and that was it. Um and I, think I, I saw you
0: there actually.
1: You might have Oh, no, I think you did. Yeah, that
0: was my first con cosplay and I randomly ran into you and I was yeah. I was like,
1: "Oh my god, what the yeah, hell?" Yeah, that was me. <laughs> and um So it, I thought last year I had done really, really well. And then this year I made the amount that I made last year in three days in about two hours. And I was like, Mm -hmm.
0: and so this is a lot better. This is way
1: better. And I, again, I think it was just the fact that people were coming up because now they're following me on Instagram and, you know, and they're like, we knew that you were here and we really wanted to see you. Whereas last year when I started at. Uh, WonderCon uh, I had just gotten an Instagram and I had 28 followers oh, and so you were so, kind of
0: under the radar now you're kind of oh, kinda it's kinda, oh bit, very yeah.
1: much so and so I had a lot of people coming back up to me who I recognized either from last year or from Kamikaze or uh, Anime Impulse that's awesome um
0: I just want to apologize real quick. I always park in the worst locations where someone has to be doing the loudest thing, so I think they're unloading a truck, so it might get a little loud, people. I just want to throw that disclaimer out there real uh-huh. quick. Um, I-, I want to talk more about that, but I just want to get back in one kind of geeky topic, and then I want to talk about like what's coming up for you. Mm. But um, one of the other main topics for Kind of Geeky is movies. Okay. So any movies you've seen recently?
1: I just saw Zootopia.
0: Yeah, you were saying like how how yeah. is it? What do you think?
1: It was amazing. Yeah. I I love. Worth seeing in theaters. Um, I would say I would say yes. Like I'm a huge animation um, nut to begin with. And like, Disney again, always does great animations. So. It was gorgeous. It was just beautifully animated. The story was fantastic. The story is stronger than Frozen, but. It, uh, like I, I was reading an article that's talking about the fact that zootopia won't have the cultural impact of frozen just because it doesn't it's not a single like it doesn't have a, a soundtrack you can sing to there's so there's no
0: music in this one
1: There is um but it's it's not a musical by any means the characters aren't singing and dancing there's one character who happens to be a pop star that's voiced by shakira she's singing She's singing, and she does it once and so again it's not a movie where you can sell a soundtrack necessarily to it I'm sure they are I'm sure there's music in there that they're doing it to but um, the story was fantastic the topics that they were covering were just mind blowing that Disney would even cover some of that stuff
0: I heard it's very relevant for what's going on right now
1: exactly and so uh, I, I highly recommend it I also recommend it just because I want to see it do well in theaters but if it's one of those movies that you don't get to see until it comes out on DVD, it's still worth watching.
0: So even even if you don't catch it in theaters, it's still a must-watch.
1: It is a must-watch. Okay. But it's not necessarily one of those where you're like, I have to see it in yeah. theaters like Star Wars. Where it's like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime. Or Deadpool. Oh, my God. Or Deadpool. I had to watch Deadpool in, in theaters. I was not waiting. Twice. Um, <laughs> really. It's Deadpool. I saw it, it for Valentine's awesome. Day. I was like, this is amazing. And it was funny because I kept seeing ads where it was... They were promoting it like it was some sort of romantic comedy, yeah, uh, to trick women. And there was at least two girls in the audience for the one that I was seeing on Valentine's yeah. Day, where they were like, "What is this?" Oh, so they were. And I tricked. was like, "Oh, <laughs> yes, that
0: this whole, is amazing. That whole it was monologue just he gives.
1: Gratuitous violence and just crude humor and lots of you know just butts and boobs and oh, everything. So that whole
0: monologue like, he gives about kebabbing the guy and thinking this is a romantic. Worked mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. It's that's the so best. Great.
1: Uh,
0: well, any um, is that any other movies you've seen recently? I did the same thing. Lost my water cap. Um, <laughs> you found yours. I'm trying to think. Deadpool, yeah, I guess Deadpool, we just. Deadpool.
1: Um, then Star Wars would have been before that.
0: Batman v Superman just came out, but we were no at WonderCon, way. so I, I, I have to see it just because I do a podcast and I mm-hmm. gotta butcher it.
1: Yeah, so you should do that. Then, I'm gonna see it this but weekend. Ask for your money back. Once you get done, like I just, I'll just
0: I'll just write it off on taxes. It's fine. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm just not that interested poor, in That was kind of geeky, and that's it. <laughs> that's right. It's one of those ones where it, I was. I do want to I see a been Midnight been Special
0: though. What's the
1: boy that one? with
0: powers.
1: Oh i haven't heard about that one. i
0: just heard it on the radio mm. where like his dad's trying to keep him away from the government and he could actually save the world from an alien attack or something like i don't like i don't oh. know if it's actually that they they keep alluding to a lot of things and they show like meteors coming down or something like that so i'm not sure okay, what I it's going to be but that does look interesting
1: so. i i've started spending less money at movie theaters um, so I, it has to be something that I'm super interested in seeing. Otherwise I'm not going to go see it in theaters. So what's the
0: next one you're super interested in going to see in theaters? <sighs> oh,
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, Civil War. Probably. Yeah, me too. I really, really want to see Apocalypse. Civil War. And I, And, yes, X-Men Apocalypse. Um, even though that main bad guy looks like Apocalypse, <laughs> looks like the guy from the original Power Rangers. He's not
0: purple anymore.
1: He's not? Did they He's fix blue. it? He's okay. blue, yes. Because originally when I saw that, I, I was like, that guy looks kind of like... The bad guy okay. from. I,
0: I know I've already explained this on here actually, but.
1: Has that, this come up before? He,
0: uh, yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> that, well, when the first images came out, and they're like, uh-huh. "Why is he fucking purple? That makes no sense." That Doesn't make any sense. The light he's on in the room for that shot Uh-oh. is purple. Okay. But they showed he, he uh, so. released another Twitter photo like a month and a half later, like where no it showed it blue. Blue. And I was like, "Thank okay. you, thank you." Yeah,
1: and I guess the. And guy the that's... longer
0: trailer looks badass.
1: Yes, it does. Just yes, him growing does. and oh, and I
0: was smashing like, that.
1: and yes. then again, I didn't realize it, but the guy that plays Apocalypse is the same guy that's Poe in the Star yes. Wars. And I was oh like, oh my god, he's po? been
0: everywhere. What? Did you see Ex Machina? Mm
1: mm. No, oh, again, a, like, I'm not spending lots of money in movie theaters. I anymore.
0: think that's on Netflix now. <laughs> is it? it? It's It's a psychological thriller. And it's worth the watch. And he's... the I even heard He's kind of, of the mad scientist. Okay. But it's really... If re- it's
1: on Netflix, I can...
0: Really good. Actually, the it. other guy who's in that movie was also in Star Wars. He's oh. the evil general, the red-headed general.
1: Oh, okay. British
0: actor. He's been yeah. in a lot, a lot of... He's been in um, Black Mirror and a few other things I absolutely love.
1: The only reason These I know... This something they... with
0: Bill Nye where they were both uh, time travelers.
1: Oh, Okay. The only reason I'm familiar with, like, who you're talking about with the red-haired yeah. guy is because of all of the slash art that I've seen on DeviantArt. Where oh, God. guy And, like, Kylo Ren. Making it's out. just, <laughs> oh, my God. I saw some of the best stuff at WonderCon. Like, um, there was a body pillow of Poe where he was, and it was very stylized, and I almost bought it for the office, <laughs> where he's, like, undressing his jumpsuit and, like, being hella seductive on a body pillow case and I was like <laughs> I awesome. really need this and I want to just bring it into work put it on a body pillow There's just put it in the comment actually
0: a video going around for WonderCon where it's Poe and Finn standing next to each other and at the very end they go to kiss and I was like I uh, think that's going to happen. Like, I, I, <laughs> That's the love story of the new Star Wars in my opinion. It's,
1: it's, I don't know what it is, but I'm for now, until like it's more officially confirmed, I'm just calling it the most epic bromance ever. Yes, like, it is. I don't care either way which direction it goes. Like, I love it. It is great, um, yeah. I love Poe. I can't wait for the comic series to come out because they've already talked about that. They have, that. yeah. Um, and so I'm going to have all of those. I love Finn. Um, I love
0: how it's after almost four months since Star Wars came out. And almost every interview I've done has gone back to Star Wars. It just (laughs) has a huge cultural impact. Oh, yeah, it's Star Wars.
1: I mean, oh, my God, it's just so great. I love it so much. And I was really surprised that I didn't see any BB-8s, like the models, at the convention. Because I saw the R2-D2 units. Did um, you see the little girl
0: who was BB-8? I did. I saw her and another
1: girl in a dress where she had, like gone to Disneyland, and they have the BB-8 souvenir cups, and yeah. she chopped them up and made them into wrist bracelets and oh, like all sorts cool. of things. But I'm talking about the actual like...
0: Well, Funko has a figure. I bought that right as it came out. Oh. Yeah, Funko Pops, those vinyl Oh, yeah, vinyl yeah. Midias.
1: Yeah, I have the um, Sphero one, where it's the remote control the one. The $150
0: one? Yeah. yeah, I
1: have that at work. And so, <laughs> Did I need you to... use it? <laughs> I don't anymore, just because somebody almost stepped on it and ruined it. So, it's sitting um... There, That's but... It's, like,
0: $150, and it's, like, this oh, it's big. it's so small. It's so small.
1: It's so small, and the I thing almost is, bought the Target
0: one because it was bigger, but...
1: Yeah. So. Um, what I like about this one is that you can actually set it to patrol mode, and it just goes around kind of like a Roomba, mm. and it figures out the environment. But at the office, things are changing around so quickly that it, it just...
0: Doesn't it know where doesn't to go. and it, <laughs>
1: it when it runs into something it just kinda looks confused and like a little dee dee dee, and then just it goes on around, it so. just <laughs> goes back the other direction. And so um the reason I still have it at the office is that I recently moved and I haven't uh, put away all the boxes yet and I don't want him rolling underneath something and me losing track of him. Or so crushing as soon him or something like exactly. Like that. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as my apartment is up and running, I'm taking him home and then my cat can have fun with it.
0: One so. other thing with the uh, movies topic too. Yeah, sorry, we kinda went off on <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with Star Wars it happens. Mm-hmm. Um what is I brought this up more recently and I like to hear the answers is what is one of your uh, or a few of your niche movies something you watch every year every three years if it's on you have to watch it or you seek it out of, okay,
1: like, Hot okay Hot
0: fuzz. I watch it all the time out of all of the uh, the four four movies that came in that yeah hot fuzz no it was no, three, three, three 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 uh it's, it's hot fuzz.
1: Shaun of the dead hot fuzz and then uh, uh this is
0: the end no uh,
1: the world's end the world's and end yeah i actually just finished watching the world's end um hot fuzz is one of those movies where when i originally went to the czech republic to work i knew that when i got there hulu and netflix wouldn't work because oh. it has international copyright laws yeah so i brought a dvd case of um just eight DVDs, um, so only I could watch movies? only How eight. How long were you there for? I was there for three months, wow. and it was. I watched a lot of Czech television, like, I watched My Little Ponies every morning in Czech, <laughs> and it was really, really fun. Um, because I'd already seen all the episodes oh, over here, awesome. so I knew exactly what was going on, <laughs> right. and I'm just like, Oh, Rainbow Dash, you sound so like she was really gruff sounding over there, and oh, I just wow. loved it. Um, and so Hot Fuzz was one of the ones that I watched over and over and over again, and I never got bored of it. And then I forgot what the other movies were that I brought. They weren't as important as Hot Fuzz. Um, so that's your
0: main niche. like That's
1: That's one of my favorite ones. But I have more like niche TV series where oh. I will re-watch them again and again. You can say some
0: of those too. I usually um, talk about TV, but since we're going a little long, I didn't want to get into that.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's um, like Star Trek Next Generation. I'm currently re-watching that for like the fourth okay, gotta time. Okay, i got to give you another high five. Yeah, that, That's my series. I'm on season. Everyone's
0: all original. I'm next gen.
1: I love Next Generation. Data. I'm, I'm watching. Oh, Data is one of my favorites, and um, like right now, I'm on season three or something.
0: Mission to Farpoint Station. That's still my favorite. Like introduction, introduction of Q and the oh, Borg yeah. in one fucking episode. Could you get any Q more is badass great. shit? The whole Q race is awesome. Like I yeah. love that whole existence, like omnipotent beings. I don't like a, give a fuck.
1: I like the <laughs> one where they give Riker the ability to be cute. Yeah, like, he's they're really testing him in society, and he tries to, he tries to make Wesley um, an adult. Yeah, and he's like, I don't feel like being a handsome, strapping man just yet. And Just like. Really? Okay. <laughs> I, th-
0: I think that's maybe my second favorite episode just because it's goofy. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just great and Oh, it's there. really goofy. When lore comes in too, I also really like that part as well. Yeah.
1: And then um, after that, I, I also really like Voyager a oh. lot. Oh. But I, that's not one where I go and I rewatch it. That's more Deep it. Space. I like that one. I like all of them, to be honest, except for Enterprise, which I never what? got around to watching. Scott Bakula. No, I got He's like my three man. episodes Quantum in. Leap. Couldn't do it. Um, it's. I'm sure at Quantum some point. Quantum Leap so sad. Wait, I'm yes. so sorry.
0: Um, <laughs> Wait, have you never watched Quantum Leap?
1: No, I haven't watched that oh, one either. Oh my god! So uh, okay. there's a lot of fun. I'm not spoiling
0: do. it. Like, I don't know if you're ever gonna watch it. So, like, do you know the basis for Quantum Leap? Yes. He goes through time, correcting. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. he, on his last mission, he sees an omnipotent being back to one of the, a Q type person, but he has the choice to either go back home or save his best friend's marriage. So he actually continues leaping and saves his best friend's marriage.
1: Oh, crazy. And I was like,
0: oh, my God. So he just, like, it was one of those songs where I was like, holy crap. Yeah. No way. He gave up everything for his friends. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. But, yeah, sorry. That's another no, 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 no <laughs>
1: There's definitely a lot of shows that I need to get to. Um, like, this next weekend, I'm starting Daredevil Season 2. Oh, it's good. Um, You'll like it. And, oh, my God. So many people at WonderCon – were spoiling it like talking about things that were happening and i was like i just told you that i hadn't seen it like the only thing i said was never a
0: spoiler to anybody and i'll say it on here was Mm -hmm. at some parts i thought this season should be called punisher because Mm. it was a a little punisher heavy but this is also because
1: everybody was waiting for him for so long and this
0: is one of the best stories punishers Mm. ever been given
1: oh cool so
0: like if you someone who likes punisher you're actually going to feel for Punisher in this.
1: Okay, well, then I, now, I, now I need to block out a bunch of my weekends.
0: I, the weekend before WonderCon, I was sick. Like, oh. bedridden and sick for four days. So, I just worked on cosplay and watched Daredevil. That's that was my nice. whole time. Which sucked, like, I had to call to work for two days, but I was like, at least I'm getting some stuff down and watching a badass show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've had That's you true. for a while now. I don't want to keep you too much longer, but okay. uh, I just want to talk about, like... Um, upcoming events or conventions or anything you want you're working on and want to share?
1: Uh, yeah. So upcoming events, I will be at, um, I mean, I've paid for the booths. So I haven't gotten confirmation, but I'm pretty sure I'm at these it, ones. So, i yeah. paid for them. <laughs> so, um, fanime, which is up in San Jose and that's at the end making it up there. <laughs> yeah. That's at the end of May. Uh, I think it's Memorial day weekend or yeah. something like that. Uh, then I'll be at, uh, anime expo. Um that's in July, I yeah, believe. Yeah, the fir-
0: it's July uh July first fourth of July every yes. year. So it's first, second, third, fourth, I think this year. So
1: Okay. So I will be at that one. Um I also will be at kamikaze again. Um sign ups I'm still waiting on those, but uh, that's my goal is I will be planning on going there. Um uh, Long Beach Comic Con, possibly C T and Expo.
0: So May, July, October. Mm-hmm.
1: November. When's Long Beach? Uh, Long Beach no, is, is September? 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 I think, I September. think? Yeah, yeah, September. Oh, I need to put all this stuff on my calendar. I just know it's it's for, you know, future me to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it. And then CTN, which is actually an animation industry convention, so it's not a fan convention. Oh, when is that? Sure. Uh, it's usually mid-November, so it's like the weekend before. CTN? CTN. Is that it's local? It's uh, Creative Talent Network and it's in Burbank. So again it's uh, animation industry, so it's anybody that's really interested in getting into art and animation or video games uh, professionally and so I am looking at having a booth there this year um,
0: and anyone who's listening because they're an artist, that's something mm-hmm. to go check out, right?
1: Absolutely. It's a bit pricey, but again, I mean, you have cartoon network, Nickelodeon, Disney DreamWorks. So if Blue you Sky. want to be found, this is a good place. This is a bring good your place. Bring go. a portfolio. This is a great place to network. It's also a really great place to get feedback on your artwork and your portfolio. They have lots of portfolio reviews and it's a really great opportunity to, um, plant a seed and possibly open a door. See, no,
0: like that. You bring up an interesting question too, uh, for me anyways. Um, a lot of people go to school, art institute, all stuff like that, and I know they work on portfolios. Mm-hmm. Between a school-made portfolio and a your real-world portfolio, is there any differences that you could give an artist to say, do this and not what they tell you here?
1: Um, so coming out of school, it's always very interesting because you can tell a student portfolio from a professional portfolio, yeah, that's what I'm saying. mostly I'm like, from yeah. focus. So when you're coming out of school, you'll have um, a lot of variety in your portfolio. You may have some... Um, some figure drawing from gesture to long poses. You might have some character design. You might have some environment. You might also come out with an animation demo reel. You have a lot of stuff to show. And coming right out of school, that's fine because um, you're showing, again, that you're versatile. So if you get into a studio that's really small... I hear a butt coming, though. Like Yeah, but when you <laughs> get... Um, to be a professional and you start to focus that's when you really focus your portfolio if you're an environment person you only show environment work you stop putting figure drawing in there you stop doing character design um, if you're a character designer, it's just characters.
0: So then, like, should your portfolio, even for new people, be tailored towards the job you're applying for? So, if you're applying as a two d artist, you're putting more of that character Absolutely. design that you've worked on. if you're applying for landscape, you're doing your worlds and stuff yeah. like that. okay.
1: Even if your portfolio isn't big enough or you don't have enough stuff in your portfolio, whatever your main focus is, it should be the most most of it should be that. And it should always be at the front of your portfolio. Okay. And then, again, once you start producing more work in a professional capacity or even on your own to beef up your portfolio, you always pull out the stuff that you don't want first, and then you start replacing your weakest pieces first and then put in stronger stuff. Oh, okay. So you're constantly... It's not about how much stuff you have in your portfolio. It's quality quality over quantity. I've seen portfolios where they're 20 pages long. I actually looked at a few this weekend where it's just like, this did not need to be this long. I understood by page three... What, what your capability what style, okay. was. Um, and you have a lot to work on, basically. <laughs> uh, I did do a couple of portfolio reviews while I was there. And... See, my
0: brother's going to school for art, so that actually helps yeah. me to give him stuff. So.
1: Um, and it, there's nothing, like, portfolio reviews, you should always be asking for them when you see professionals at these types of events. Like, most most people will give them to you and, and they're generally pretty nice about it. I am I am pretty nice about it, Like, but I will give you um, the advice that you need to hear. Yeah. And sometimes that might not be what you want to hear, but I'm not being mean about it. I'm just saying if you want to move forward professionally, this is what you should really be focusing on and this is what you're doing well. And then just send you on your way
0: Okay. Well, uh, to kind of wrap up a little bit. Like, yeah. so with you getting into more cons now and stuff like that, um, what is something you want to, fans or like if they're gonna come up to you and talk to you, ask you questions, is there a certain way of approach or just something you want to share about yourself to your fans?
1: Um, nothing that I can really think of. I'm again I'm super approachable. Oh, I agree. Um
0: very friendly. Look for the blue hair right now.
1: Yeah, right now it's I have blue bangs. Um and so I, I really do like talking to new artists or people who are interested in moving in that direction. Again, I spoke to quite a few people this weekend who Um, Like mothers and fathers who are bringing up their kids who are getting at the end of high school and wanting to pursue art and giving them some advice on what they should be looking for um, moving forward for schools and uh, what they should be keeping in mind as they go into art because art isn't exactly easy. And And it's a
0: very broad field.
1: It really is because there's fine art, there's dance, there's music, there's uh, just getting into the entertainment industry. There's character design and and backgrounds and storyboards, and UI, uh, layout, user interface.
0: Let's say user interface, yeah, well, user so, interface. What UI means. <laughs> um,
1: there's people that are responsible for audio editing and foley and like. I mean, there's so much to be done, and so um, sometimes, especially me going into uh, to, to art school, all I knew was animation. Yeah. And that all I wanted to do is be a Disney animator, and then I got in there and realized that oh, the animators don't get to design the characters, and no. that's what I really want to do, and so. It's an
0: entirely different program, too. And that's right.
1: <laughs> and so, um, yeah, like if you have those types of questions, you know, feel free to come up to me um, and you can always find me in Artist Alley. Nice.
0: Uh, just one more time, where can everybody find you?
1: Oh, on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, I am T Tiger Cafe. That's T is in the drink, so T E A Tiger Cafe. And that's also the name of my Etsy store. And then if you want to find me on Facebook, you can find me at Morgan Gill. That is my personal Facebook, but uh, I post mostly my artwork and I don't really use it on a personal basis anyway.
0: So which one of those, if when you find your booth location, can people find where they need to go to?
1: Um, if you're going to follow anything, it should be Instagram because okay. Instagram, uh, is where I primarily post everything. And then at the very end, it has an option for you to post on Tumblr or yeah, Tumblr, Twitter, and yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I do that too. And that's all I do. So when, yeah, whenever you see anything that's posted on Facebook,
0: it's, by Instagram. it's via
1: Instagram. <laughs> gotcha. So uh, if you're going to follow anything, absolutely do Instagram. I post there about any sort of sales that are going on, on my Etsy store. Um, currently there is one, but I don't know if by... Uh, by the time this, this airs yeah, so it <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> but any future sale <clears throat> I'll be posting information on it there uh, as well as contests or what other conventions I go to nice well
0: thank you again for giving me the time I hope uh, I hope everyone out there learned a lot about that if you have any questions you can definitely ask me and I'll relay them to her uh, thank you again for listening and out, everyone out there remember to stay kind of geeky